Norman Stevens, our guest, who actually has remembrances of the Hurricane of 38 on today's date, September 21st, back in 1938. Not so much in Connecticut, a little farther north, right? Yes, in Nashua, New Hampshire, which is about a 100 miles north of here, and the hurricane came pretty much directly up through Connecticut, Massachusetts, into southern New Hampshire, so it was still pretty fierce by that point. Now, as we learned from Irene, or at least we're reminded from Irene, when you're on the east side, you get the heavier winds. Well, that storm basically went up over Waterbury through the Berkshires, so Nashua, New Hampshire, was on the windy side of an extremely windy storm. Is that one of the memories you have of it? Yes, indeed. It was far worse than anything I've seen. Uh, Irene, such as she was, was minuscule and I'm trying to remember we lived in Connecticut since 68 but I don't have any good memories or even any real memories of any of the previous storms but I have very vivid memories of that one for example we were I was telling Wayne earlier it came unannounced and nobody had told you what you were supposed to do so we lived in this large house which was four stories high on the back side and three on the front side and a big bay window facing the street with these two large elm trees on either side of the house. So we gleefully sat in the bay window in the front of the house, uh, my mother and father, and I probably, uh, my two sisters, and uh, two of my sisters and I, watching these elm trees sway back and forth. Luckily, they didn't come over. But at the same time, there was a house parallel to ours right across from it that my Actually, my grandfather had built a move there, great-grandfather. Uh, and we watched the bricks getting ripped off the chimney and flying. Fortunately, not toward us, flying in the other direction. And the slate shingles from the roof flipping off, flying all over the place. Is it primarily wind that you remember? Because there was a fair amount of flooding from that storm as well. Because it had rained a week or so in advance of it, then the rains came down and caused the flooding like we did see around here a few weeks ago. <coughs> but is it is it more of a wind memory than a flooding or rain memory? Uh, yeah, actually, I don't have much flood memory. Where we lived uh, was at the top of a small hill, probably two or three miles from the Merrimack River, and on it, I do remember an er, probably a, an earlier occasion when there was a large flood that came from the flat area of the river and the railroad tracks by the river up to the base of the hill where we lived. But I don't remember that happening with the, the hurricane. Interesting uh, I- issue as far as the trees were concerned, too, about how that hurricane spread Dutch elm disease. Yes, I just learned that recently. There's a very good recent book that I got interested in because of my interest in wooden spoons uh, on the elm trees and the demise of uh, so-called Main Street. And people may not realize that prior to the 1930s, the elm tree was the tree in most of the New England towns. Uh, Main Street's lined with massive elm trees, and they had been begun to be killed off by the Dutch elm bark disease. But I learned in this book about the elm trees that actually the hurricane had helped spread it farther, much further north into New England and was a real contributing factor to the demise of the elm trees. So the winds of nearly 200 miles an hour carried that to areas that had not really been prevalent before. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a similar story about the Woody Adelgid? 
Yes, I believe one of the later hurricanes spread this other beast whose name I can never remember. I'm not as skilled as Wayne as Wayne at that. Uh, which it, that uh, be, that disease had been on Long Island, but one of the hurricanes apparently really helped spread it across Long Island Sound into into southern Connecticut and then further up into the up, up into state, and that destroys the helm, hemlock trees. Well, maybe you don't carry cameras around with you when you see pretty sky conditions when you're going over Bass's Bridge Road. He told me that off the air earlier. But there are apparently some videos that you've seen or know about from the Hurricane of 38? Yes. Uh, in the early 1900s, uh, there was one faculty member at UConn who took photographs. And then slightly later than that, uh, another man named Man Professor Mantra came to uh, Connecticut, and he was an avid uh, camera buff. And in the late 1920s, early 1930s, he was the first person in stores to have a a motion picture camera, and he photographed everything under the sun. And fortunately, all of that was preserved and is now in the Dodd Center at the University of Connecticut. And a couple of years ago, I arranged a program for the. Uh, Mansfield Historical Society using some of those films and one of the most interesting ones were films he took of the aftermath of the hurricane of 38 as it hit stores and what I commented to Wayne on was that you don't really remember or realize that in 1938 uh, there wasn't the kind of equipment and resources that are available now so when you look at those images you see men with two men with crosscut saws cutting up all of the trees that got damaged, uh, being assisted in many cases by horse-drawn vehicles or in very small primitive uh, gas-operated tractors, uh, like very, very small tractors. So it must have been an incredible job to do the cleanup. Story on the Yukon Advance website that Raymond Longley, who was comptroller for the University of Connecticut and his son was a student at the time and they did a survey and they counted that in the Pine Grove just north of Mirror Lake Longley counted 150 trees knocked down by the hurricane of 38 120 of those were white pines they said 14 inches of rain had fallen on the days before the hurricane and the day of the hurricane those trees just, just blew right over so some pretty interesting numbers here as far as the number of trees lost on the Yukon campus alone and the other thing was that School began a lot later back then. That was actually the week before school was going to begin, and students were starting to filter into stores to begin the academic year of 38-39. And just like we saw with road closures here from Irene a few weeks ago, they couldn't get to stores because all the roads were closed from the trees that came down from Hurricane of 38. So another storm that uh, people will talk about for years, and our guest this morning has actually uh, got memories of the other. The, the other thing I would comment on the trees, Wayne, as you were saying, <clears throat> because it had rained so heavily when the trees came over, it wasn't that they snapped, it was that they were pulled up, so when you went out afterwards, there were these trees lying flat with the root ball having been pulled out of the ground. They, very few of them had been smoking, had been broken or shattered. It was just they got uprooted.